live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him. Look it. And the inning is over. <laughs> Look at the Sandman. He is fired up. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second. And a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left. Hits deep. Track. Whoa. Go. Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and DJ Perry. Eight seconds, kick out, left side, smart, up fakes, finds the cutter, Tatum spins, lays it up and in, to beat the buzzer, it's over, it's over, the Celtics have won the ball game at the buzzer. And it's not every fan, I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan, but, um, you know, when people start yelling, and all this stuff, it's but so much you can take uh, as a competitor. Line drive, center field, it's going to hang up, racing back McClinigan, and he dives, and he can't get there. It's to the wall again. Squires into third. He'll be waved home. Polk's going to try for the triple, and he's there. Here's the pitch to Brito. Lifts it pretty deep to center field. Get out of here, Bull. A home run from Alyssa Brito has given the Sooners a 2-1 to lead. She did it again. Five days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Monday morning. Going to get to 60 today. It's going to be breezy. Are we starting any fires out there? Toby and TJ back with you. All right, uh, quickly on Mo Gibson, and then we'll talk some baseball here, TJ. Mo Gibson put out a, I think it was a tweet. I think it was a, it was a tweet or an Instagram, some sort of an announcement. Friday, I believe. Saying that he was going to, well, I'll read it. First and foremost, I would like to thank God for blessing me with the opportunity to be in this position, playing the great game that I love. Being a student athlete at the University of Oklahoma has been a great experience for me and has allowed me to grow not only as an athlete but as an individual. Playing professional basketball has always been a dream of mine, and I work hard to turn that dream into reality daily daily sorry i put the period in the wrong place there after much thought and consideration i have chosen to not sign with an agent but still go through the nba draft process fortunately i will be keeping my ncaa eligibility throughout this process with the intent to come back to oklahoma i intend to gain next level feedback from professionals i thank you for your support and i look forward to what is to and it cuts off Come. I'm going to say, come in the future. Uh, what is to come, Boomer Sooner is how it ends. Boomer Sooner, okay, yeah. thank you. 
what should I take from this, TJ? Well, he's just dipping his toe in the water. Wants to see where he's at. Yep. But going to leave it open to where he can uh, head back. I, I, what have you have you heard anything like what 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 are the, what's the thought process around him as far as the league goes? Have you seen any draft boards or anything with him mentioned? I have or, not. I, just, I have not. I just wonder because I mean it's a it's a shooter's league now, and the dude can shoot. So, but. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what he's expecting here dipping the toe in. Because, I mean, I don't think he's a first-round guy. Here's what I... uh, So, my initial reaction was, this is good news for OU. Yes, mine too, yes. If he is limiting what he will accept for pro ball right now to the NBA then I think that's probably unlikely. Not entirely unlikely, but at his size, you're going to have to be a point guard probably in the league. Not that you don't have – not that you wouldn't keep a sniper on the bench or something like that. I'm not saying he doesn't have a shot. But it's a probably a second-round situation at best. I think his most likely scenario is to, and I will gladly say I was wrong about this if he goes on to have a 10-year NBA career, gladly. I think his most likely situation is to go play ball overseas and make a ton of money somewhere. Yeah, and I think he could be successful there and do that. Absolutely, absolutely. But if he, if right now he's saying it's NBA or bust for me and I'm going to not hire an agent, my intent is to come back to OU, that sounds like that most likely he's coming back to OU to me. Uh, the whole not getting an agent thing, and, and that that tells me something, you know. So I think this is pretty exciting for OU. Now, I'm rooting for him. If he gets drafted, awesome. Awesome for him. But it sounds like his intent is, listen, I'm going to just see what they tell me. I'm going to get some feedback but I'm most likely going to be back at OU next year. That's what it sounds like to me. I hope that's the case. I think, you know, obviously that would be huge for Oklahoma huge. if that happens. And You remember I, how he was playing at the end of the year? Oh, he was, he was unbelievable during that last two, three-week stretch, whatever it was. So I, I just I, – I think that's probably best for him. He'll be a big-time guy coming back next year. He'll have the ability to score a whole lot. And – I think his future is overseas, and I think he can be a star over there. I just don't want him to get drafted late in that second round or something into a bad situation, and then things just not work out for him in the way that I think that they could if he right. came back. So that's kind of where yeah, I'm at with still, him. You could still get drafted and end up overseas. You but can, but boy, he, I think he's got a chance to be a big star in the league next year. Right. Or in the college basketball in the in the Big Twelve, I should say, and really stand out and and like I said, it, it, in the end, I see him overseas anyway. So I just hope he doesn't find himself in a bad situation in the NBA, and they've got him bouncing back and forth. Who's his, the G League. Is there an NBA comp that you could think of? <sighs> if he was a little bigger, I just he's so small, man. Like, there's so many guards now that just would just eat him up in the NBA with the size difference. So, um, 
I'm trying to think in my head who he could end up being like in the league. Yeah, I'm Speedy Claxton, too. but he was even longer than Mo is. Had a longer body. Somebody out there send us text us a an NBA comp. Because he's not Gibson. Steph. I mean. He, he doesn't sh- handle the ball. He doesn't that handle way. the he ball. He handles the well. ball well, but nobody handles it as well as not Steph. as well as Steph, I mean. and that's what sets him apart. So um, he can shoot, man. He, he can, can shoot. Really he shoot, can shoot. Though. And I think he could be a weapon for a team um, yep. off the bench, but in some type of full role capacity. I just like I said, the bigger guards in this league right now would just eat him up. Uh, baseball. Sooners beat Pacific twice, lose to Lamar in the middle game. OSU wins two out of three at West Virginia. It was a very interesting weekend in the Big 12. TCU sweeps Texas Tech. Kansas State takes two out of three from Texas. Uh, Baylor wins two out of three from Kansas. So the Big 12 race got shuffled up quite a bit. While OU was sitting on the sidelines this weekend, you've got OSU out in front now at nine and three. Then TCU and West Virginia tied for second. They got different records, but they're both 667 win percentages. TCU's already played five conference series. They're 10 and five. West Virginia's six and three. They've only played three like OU. Then you got Tech at seven and five, Texas at six and six, OU four and five, Baylor four and eight. Kansas three and nine, or excuse me, Kansas State three and nine, Kansas at uh, two and seven. Uh, tell me uh, what I should think about OU baseball's weekend, TJ. Um, well, if I'm being honest, I was disappointed. I did not like what I saw or well, what I heard Friday night. They did not play good baseball against Lamar. Um, Lamar really just put it to them. Um, one of those nights where. Didn't really matter who you put out there on the mound, Jake Bennett or uh, Ben Abram or Campbell struggled. They it just seemed like it was one of those things that was contagious for them on Friday night. No one pitched very well until you got in the end and got some guys were cleaning stuff up at the end of the game. But by then it was, you know, before OU started putting some runs on the board. At that one point, it was what twelve to four, something like that. So uh, hitting batters and just sloppy play, just did not play well Friday night. So I would say disappointing. You. You want to go and Agree. sweep that series at home. Agree. Needed to win all three of those. Yeah. Uh, dropped the very first pitch of the game was a pop-up Friday night, and yeah. Blake Robertson mm-hmm. dropped it in front of the Lamar dugout, and it was sideways from there, man. Play, played solid baseball on Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, those, those, those days were, were Pacific. We're but good the Friday and done what game, you should have done. Friday game was ugly, and they ran into a hot team. Lamar had already played Friday and had 13 runs, and they just kept the hot bats going that night. And it didn't—you're right—it didn't matter who OU put on the mound. Lamar just kept poking singles on the ground everywhere. Um, and that's a bad loss, and it hurt them in the RPI. They dropped down to 38 uh, this weekend in the RPI. The combination of playing some teams that are not thought of as highly and that loss hurt them big time so they were 19 going into the weekend and they were 38 coming out of it um the good news is that it doesn't hurt their conference 
record at all. Uh, that's the only good news. But you really needed to win all three of those games. Four games this week, Wichita State Tuesday, tomorrow night at home, and then at Kansas this weekend. Four games against the Sunflower State this week. What do they need to go this week, TJ? Three and one. I would on love track. to see. I would love to see four and zero. Oh, but you need to go three and one this week. I agree. Yeah, yeah. got to win three out of these four games. Mm-hmm. Kansas is feisty at home. Uh, they took a game from Tech up there. They beat Baylor the first game this week. They they that wasn't at home, but uh, they're feisty up there. But still, OU is a better baseball team, and uh, Wichita State at home you need to win that game so yeah i think you're right at the least you need to go three and one four no would be great man a a sweep if you can get a sweep one of these next two weekends against kansas or kansas state if you can win five out of six of those games they're in a really nice spot you know that would put them at what nine and six in big 12 play They, they would be in a really good spot if they could win five out of six I'm fine with them uh, going eight and zero over here over the next eight until they get to that DBU game. So you'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> I thought the most disappointing thing, TJ, really the most surprising thing, is that somehow the home crowd wasn't able to lift them Friday night to uh, a victory. I thought for sure when they played back in front of the raucous home fans Friday night, they would be able to find victory, but it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Didn't I happen. do honestly. I'm joking. I do think that was at part a little bit of the sluggishness this weekend was was just kind of coming back home in front of dead atmospheres, you know. I mean, they've been playing in such electric atmospheres for two straight weeks. Like they averaged like six, seven thousand fans a game for two straight weeks. And then it was just no, I mean, you know, it was Pacific and it was Lamar and there was Five six hundred people in the crowd, and it was just kind of one of those weekends where it was cold yeah, it, on it's Saturday. Hard to, it's and, cold. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, you know, you even look across at the dugout. It's not uh, Texas or no. Oklahoma State or Tech or the teams you were getting fired up for. So it's it's a little hard to no. get up for those games. No right. excuse. I mean, you still got to. You still you need still, to win that game win Friday, it. right? Yeah. No, of yeah. course. You still got to win it, but like I wasn't excited to go to the ballpark this weekend. You know, I was like, oh boy. I'm always excited to call a game, but not like going out to Amarillo or some of the Bedlam games or some of the Texas games or whatever. I was like, who are these guys? Who are we playing? You know, it was just kind of one of those weekends. So, But bad loss Friday. Got to make amends for it now by going out and having a good week this week. And um, I think we will see the new look rotation in the – new look order probably against Kansas this weekend. I think you'll see Bennett Friday, Sandlin Saturday, Horton on Sunday. And uh, hopefully that was an anomaly for Jake. He's been so good this year that hopefully that was just a, you know, everybody has a bad start at some point. And hopefully that was his. And we see him back to looking dominant again on Friday. Because um, Kansas is... Uh, not very good. They got Maui Ahuna, who is leading the world in hitting. But other than him, uh, certainly beatable team. You can't you can't be losing a series for sure to Kansas. 
How about K-State, though, going and beating Texas two out of three? That's surprising. Um, this uh, early on so far, there's been some weird got- stuff that I don't really know what to what to think of it. West Virginia is still one of those teams that I'm like, huh, look at that. So they, K-State, by the way, got robbed on Sunday or Saturday, I guess it was, the, the final game. I was watching that game. Uh, I think it was tied or they were in front. I can't remember what the score was. It was cl- it was close. And a K-State guy stole second. So he's at first base. There's a 3-2 pitch at the batter, and it's ball four. Well, the guy was off with the pitch, and he didn't know it was ball four, so he goes sliding into second base. And the throw down, and they, they tag him, and there's a collision there. Like, he goes sliding and kind of takes the feet out of out from under the Texas guy. And the Texas guy didn't like it, so he barks at him. So the K-State guy barks back. And the entire Texas dugout comes out. They didn't get onto the field, but they come out of the dugout like they're going to start to fight. Right. And a, a few of the K-State guys come out of their dugout, like the guy in the on-deck circle and a couple of others. No, nobody fought. Nobody fought. But they just kind of squared up as if something's about to go down. And the two K-State guys got a, tossed from the game, and no Texas guys got ejected. And it was their entire left side of the infield. Their starting shortstop and third baseman got ejected. And nobody from Texas got ejected. What's and up then with Texas that? went on to win. I don't know. It was really weird. I thought Pete was going to get ejected too because he was about to lose his mind over it. But and then they obviously Texas went on to win the game from there. So they had a really good chance to sweep them. Seven twenty break time. Uh, OTD coming up. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. If you meet the devil in Oklahoma and he's a neighbor, perhaps you'll need to move and uh, list your home. Get with my man Terry Saxon. Saxon Realty Group, they bring you this hour. Eight ninety-nine listing fee. That's right, they put that money in your pocket, 405-361-3380, or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Uh, Kendall called me off the air during that break and said, I'm confused here, I'm looking at the recaps from over the weekend, just now seeing something, they printed this wrong, right? It says the softball team lost to Texas, I said, no, unfortunately that was correct, uh, Texas got them 4-2, to two. and uh, he was shocked, he was stunned, he thought it was a misprint on Stuff he was reading on his phone. But yeah, how about gymnastics winning the national championship Saturday and still the softball team takes the headlines? Takes the by headlines. Losing a game. Um yeah. how about I saw a guy at church yesterday. I went to some church, uh I went to a church that I haven't been to before. Guy comes up to me afterwards. First thing he says to me, How'd you come you let the softball team lose yesterday? I'm like, eh, nice to meet you too, sir. <laughs> I was like, you know, we won a gymnastics national championship. Yeah, but man, I can't believe softball lost. Texas isn't indeed. We know Texas fan is a funny little fan, but one Texas getting so emotional that they lose the series, yet they just win a game against Oklahoma and burst into tears on the field. Uh, just can't control their emotions. They're just crying on the field over 
beating Oklahoma. But then I have a friend who, uh, as soon as that game was about that time that game was over, my phone starts ringing. Hey, you doing all right? I'm like, yeah, why? I'm just checking on you now since our girls got your girls and beat them. I'm like, you're seriously calling me right now? <laughs> so Any that's, word that's yet where if Texas we canceled our at. softball podcast and started a gymnastics podcast? <laughs> they, might, they, might, they might have that <laughs> Saturday afternoon. That might be the case, yeah. <laughs> Ring envy. <laughs> Emergency meeting at the ref. <laughs> We're announcing a new gymnastics podcast tomorrow. <laughs> But no, you know now. Now we'll hear this today. Now they got that loss out of the way. Just go yeah, ahead and go concentrate on uh, <laughs> winning that championship. That was good for them. Yeah, right time to lose. So uh, you read that right, Kendall. Though. I still thought they were going to win. Uh, yeah, well, they hit the home run. Uh, mm-hmm. Made it what four to that made it four to two, which ended up being the final. And you're like, oh, here we go. They're <laughs> just going to end up pulling this out. It's not for sure. When Kinsey Hansen hit that home run, I go, this is going to be the best comeback they've ever had of all these late inning comebacks. But that wasn't meant to be. I still like their chances. <laughs> I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna panic too much over it. So. I tell you the one, the only concern I have about them. And this is probably not even worth being concerned about. But their go-to pitcher is a freshman. She's unbelievable, by the way, Jordy Ball. She's got a chance to be one of the all-time greats. She's incredible. But I just – that a freshman, when it gets World Series time, you know, that's the only thing that I think – I hope that the hope the stage is okay. I think she's going to be fine, but that's the only thing that gives me pause about this team is to have your your you know the one you're going to rely on the most. Not that they don't have more than one pitcher, but the one that is your ace be a freshman. It'll just be interesting to see when World Series time comes around. She will probably be fine because she is extraordinary. That's the only thing I could find, though. I mean, everything else is. Yeah. They're so much better than everyone else. I, I, with her, man, she's just built different. I just, I don't even know if that's going to just true. phase her at all. I mean, we'll see. It may, maybe you may be right, and that may be what ends up happening. But um, I don't know. There's just ice water there in those veins. So I don't, I don't know that they, I don't know if they have any concerns even with the loss on yeah. Saturday. No, that's probably right. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, let's see uh, Yeah, Air Comfort Solutions text line. I was trying to pull it up here. Gotta love, gotta love it getting that excited over the game winner. <laughs> um, they're talking about the, the Ohio popcorn, corn? popcorn flying. Yes, I'm guessing that's what they're talking about. Hang on, I can find it. Keep, read another one. I'll find it. Uh, they had to make a marketing campaign of KD is not nice to show that he had a little edge. That's true. They oh, yeah, did do when, that. When they were here, yeah, that's right. Here's the pitch. That's lifted. Right field. Going back. Going back. Going back. It's gone. It is gone. Galen Fogue has walked it off. The Bobcats with two home runs in the bottom of the seventh have won. They've won. There's popcorn going everywhere. <laughs> Do you really Fantastic. think there was popcorn going everywhere? 
Oh, you can see it in the shot. Oh, you like, can? Okay. <laughs> somebody in the booth is throwing popcorn around, or maybe it's in front of them or something. Yeah, there's... So it was actually happening. Okay. Yeah, it was happening. I, yeah. I was confused there. <laughs> it was stream of conscious. Yeah, he was uh, saying what he saw. Buenos dias, y'all, from Piedmont, Oklahoma. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. Toby, how was Nana's potato salad last night? Tongue slap your brains out good, as always. Buenos dias to you as well, my friend. Uh, he goes on. So last week's phrase, uh, Spanish phrase, vamanos sooners. Toby, to don't know it. TJ Toby, two don't do not do know it. What does it mean? Let's go Sooners. Let's like, go Sooners. I don't know yeah, what the predictive text got him there or something. Uh, beginning part of the Spanish phrase of the week. Uh, me encanta? I don't know what that is. What is that? Me encanta? Yeah. Oh, it says uh, there, it You don't right know here. about Bruno? Is that, uh, uh, is that me, what that means? This says, which means I enjoy slash love. Hope you all have a great Friday from Sooner oh, Spanish is teacher. Gonna, is he going to teach us Spanish? Is that what he's going to do? Love the show. I need to learn as much as I go I like to Mexico and I don't know uh, enough, you know. I like this idea. Okay. Uh, I've pulled a muscle in my back. Do I need a doctor's note if I end up not making the game? Oh, are you talking about the spring game? If you don't go to the spring game because you pulled a muscle in your back, then just go ahead and trade in all of your OU gear for USC gear, okay? Wow. <laughs> wow. Soft. So you're saying USC is soft and Lincoln Riley's soft. You're finally admitting that. I'm trying to buy into the storyline okay. here. Yes. All right. I'm proud We're of tough, you. We're tough, man. I'm We're proud tough. of you. We're tough around here. I mean, it is Monday, too. A little pulled muscle in your back. You should be fine for Saturday either way. Get one of those uh, one of those little uh, icy hot patches that Shaq uh, is always advertising. Get to the game. No excuses. That's right. That's right. You think one of the the football players isn't going to show up because they got a pulled muscle in their back? Oh, probably they might not that's play true. much at the spring game. Yeah, they'll probably yeah. sit them out. They'll on be side, there to but... root on their teammates, though. <laughs> uh, last one here before we hit the break. I was at gymnastics. Former OU gymnast. I was sitting by two judges. The judging was atrocious. They clearly wanted Florida to win. Our girls had nerves of steel. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Accusation. I can't comment on that because, like I said, I watch every single routine. And I'm like, man, that was great. That's a ten. Why would the judges want Florida to win, TJ? Hmm. Were they Big Twelve judges? <laughs> One of them was better over Bowles OU's Bees departure relative or something. I don't know. All right. Well, we were able to pull it out nonetheless. We will hear what KJ had to say afterwards coming up, but when we come back, it's time for today's On This Date. OTD is next. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth! It all feels the same! It all feels the same! I don't know what to do. It is time for today's OTD on this date. I will give TJ uh, an event. 
a moment in history, and it's up to TJ to tell me what year on this date, April the 18th, that took place. TJ, your record is 29-3 and three coming into uh Struggle today. bus. Struggle bus late last week. By the way, that stupid good. song, I was singing it in my head all weekend long, and can never remember well, you how asked the last me to line... send it to you. You asked for that. Well, I had requests from people, so then I had to send it to them. And then uh, once you sent that to me, I realized who did it. And he's got his own YouTube page, and it spun me off into like 15, 20 of his videos that I was watching on <laughs> Friday. <laughs> so I never can remember how the end of it goes, and I'm always like, I'm fat, and I'm going to eat snacks in my room. <laughs> All right. Uh, three regulation, one bonus today. All three regulation are sports-related. And I even think the bonus is gettable. So you could have a good day today, TJ. Uh, If you're ready, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. Here we go. TJ, on this date, April 18, what year did Joe Montana announce his retirement from the NFL? Joe Montana? Um, He would have retired, I would say, mid-90s. Surely I'd be in the window if I just did that. Take your time here, TJ. Take your time. Um, Think it through. I don't remember exactly what year. Sound it out. It would have been mid-90s, I think. So, Joe Montana's retirement is what we're looking for today. He made that announcement on April 18th of what year? I'll say, just in case it was a little later in the 90s when I'm thinking, I'm going to go 96, final answer. Holy mackerel! 1995, good start for you today, TJ. Well done. Joe Montana announced his retirement April 18, 1995. You're off to a great start. Let's stay in the NFL. On this date, April 18th of what year was Peyton Manning the first overall pick of the NFL draft by the Indianapolis Colts? You loved that year, didn't you? That would have been... I certainly did. 90... You know Peyton Manning, right, TJ? Yeah. First pick of the draft taken by the Indianapolis Colts. It was on Mm -hmm. April 18th. What we're looking for from you is the year. I would By the way, say... I watched the second episode of Invisible Pilot this Oh, how about weekend. that? How about that? Man, that guy. <laughs> guy lived a life. What a... <laughs> and he just sits there and acts like there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. He acts like uh, just everyday Joe Schmo. Like, that was just, you know, that was everybody was did sure. that for a job, right? He said, uh, I got 400,000 kilos of cocaine. I need you to take down to Nicaragua. He said, yeah, sure, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I was making, if I didn't make a million dollars a day, I didn't get up and go to work. We got a plane full of guns and mines. I need you to fly this down to Costa Rica. Yeah, okay, fine. That's okay. (laughs) I'm going to say that was in 97? Peyton Manning, number one pick. 97, final answer. Fade away, hit it! 1998. Peyton Manning, the first overall pick of the Colts. If you're new to the show, TJ's got a three year window, he's got to get it in. Yeah, I knew I was pretty uh, good there with that three-year window. All right, this will be the toughest of the regulations today. All right, this might test your baseball knowledge a bit. We're going to baseball, your favorite sport. You remember, in baseball, you're right about everything. Everybody else is wrong. Correct. So even if you get this wrong, you're right. That's correct. 
Today, April 18, of what year did Old Yankee Stadium open? Oh, geez. Talking about the original, the OG. Right. The Yankees used to play at the Polo Grounds, but on April 18th of this year, they moved to Yankee Stadium. Now or then, it became the most famous stadium in the world. I don't know that. I probably should. I've been to old Yankee Stadium several times. Um, Wasn't that uh, Bronx? Was was that new Yankee Stadium that where uh, neither, Bronx was uh, neither, born? Neither one. Conceived. Uh, but it would have been old Yankee, old Yankee stadium. stadium. Yeah, if that were the case. Um, I will say 19. Remember how tight those walkways were? Like when you went to get concessions and everything? Oh, it was brutal. Super claustrophobic and everything. I only went to one game there, and I remember going and getting uh, one of those famous hot dogs. Were they Nathan's? Nathan's famous hot dogs, yeah. And uh, I was like, I can't breathe down here. There's like no room at all. Which, by the way, not a fan. Not a fan of the Nathan's. Had to be a fire hazard. I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to say ni- I'm going to go right in the middle of the decade and go 1915 and just hope I'm in the window. 1915 final answer. Would you like a clue? I don't know that it would help. Coach K takes an L. Uh what is the nickname of Yankee Stadium? The house that... Oh, the house that Ruth built. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I went too early. Yeah. 1923 yeah, yeah. is when old Yankee Stadium <clears throat> opened. That's okay. I don't. That's I okay. probably still wouldn't have got that, even with the, the clue. Uh, so 2-1 and one puts you at 31-4, and four, but an opportunity to get that miss right back here with today's bonus question. By the Remind way, history us, TJ, books the... will now reflect Yankee Stadium opened in 1915. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, TJ's right. <laughs> You're wrong, historians. <laughs> if he says, it's true. <laughs> That's right. The bonus can only help you, cannot hurt you, TJ. If you get this right, you erase one of your misses. Uh, here is today's bonus OTD. On this date, what year do historians say was Paul Revere's ride? The ride of Paul Revere. The British are coming. The British are coming. Um, Took place April 18th of what year? I would recognize that as the Beastie Boys 1984. Mm. Um, I don't even know if that's correct for license to ill, but it'd be somewhere in there. I no idea. Think about it. <laughs> Nothing to really think about. I don't there really have an idea. To think about. There is. Yes. Oh. Um. I'll say seventeen hundreds. Final answer. We cannot accept that oh. answer. Um. Seventeen sixty. Final answer. Coach K takes an L. Poor effort. Uh, very <laughs> I disappointing. I wasn't going to get that. Poor effort. Well, what What is it tied to? I have what no idea. Re- What's it tied to? What did Paul Revere's ride and the British are coming? What did that all lead you to? You would have to pay attention in history class. You think I know any of this? It led to the Revolutionary War, what? correct? I never heard what, of that. When, when, when were we founded as a country, TJ? I don't know. 
When was the Declaration of Independence signed? Maybe like know? 1900. 1775 is the answer to Paul Revere's <laughs> right. It led to 1776, which was when we were Great born. Great beer, TJ. Sam Adams, 1776. Delicious beer. is when we were born. Oh, I've been told neither of us have been to old Yankee Stadium. There were three. Uh, thank you. I will not give the name of this person who texted me over the air. I guess there were some renovations through the years to old, old Yankee Stadium. Who Stadiums. are they to say that I had never been there? I think age. I think math says that. So thank you very much for letting us know. We were at the newest version of old Yankee Stadium. So that doesn't count as old Yankee Stadium because they had done renovations? According to this texter, that doesn't count. Huh. I'll have to dive into my Yankee Stadium. It's still the same stadium, right? I think so. I think it's still the same stadium. They just renovated it a few times, but I'm not sure. Maybe that, they tore it down and started all over Then that's still old again. Yankee Stadium. It's still the same stadium, whether they moved the bleachers around or something or put up an extra hot dog stand or pillar or two. It's still old Yankee Stadium. Well, I will investigate the history of Yankee Stadium during this commercial break, but you were very disappointing in your lack of effort on Paul Revere's ride. <laughs> and your uh, finishing record for the day is 31-4. and four. T-Row in the morning show on a Monday. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland. The T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God. Toby. Toby's getting held back by security. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Great customer service all the way through the sale of your home, but they do it for a lot less with the $8.99 listing fee. Call Terry. Ask him for more information on that. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. I did have a friend text and remind me about the renovations would have been in the 70s because the seats went to the studio audience for Saturday Night Live. When Saturday Night Live started, those seats are from... The bleacher, uh, the we have quite the controversy that yeah. has broken loose Uh-oh. on this. So Uh-oh. the the original person that notified us of our uh, error is a very well known media personality in this market who happens to work for another radio station. So I will not out them. So here's what happened, but 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 that person is being argued with by other very well known historians in this market. <laughs> So we have a controversy. Is breaking out. So the stadium, the old Yankee Stadium was built in 1923. In the mid-70s, uh, it had come into disrepair. So they decided to renovate it. Significant renovations. And the Yankees actually played at Shea Stadium for a couple of years while they, while they did this. But they didn't tear it all the way down. They did a lot of work to it. But it's the same place. It's the same stadium. Then it's stadium. still Yankee Stadium. Right. It's the same stadium. What, uh, what, at the time, what they referred to it as was Old Yankee Stadium and New Yankee Stadium. So before the renovations, Old Yankee Stadium. After the renovations, New Yankee Stadium. It was on the same plot of land. Uh, I can send you a video of exactly what they did to it. They extended the... Uh, you know, the seating, they changed the field configuration a little bit. They added the facade around the top. They did a bunch of work to it. I mean, it was closed for two years. But it was on the same property. 
And then when they built the new new Yankee Stadium on an entirely across the street across there, the way, and tore yeah. down old Yankee Stadium. So now they've got new new Yankee Stadium. But the first two editions of it were at the same location. What we know as old Yankee Stadium. Now, old Yankee Stadium's old Yankee Stadium renovations or not, it's old Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it would be like saying Owen Field's Owen Field. Owen, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, Owen Field doesn't look like it did in, when it was originally. It's still Owen Field. It's just we've done a lot of work to it since then. But it has uh, – I've got people texting me from all walks of life here arguing over this that are uh, Yankee historians here. So thank you to this person for – Thanks for listening to the uh, station and the show, too, whoever you this are. This person, the original person, has texted me back. Total rebuild. They kept some of the outside shell. We are talking semantics. So no no court of law would side against you. Okay, no, we're not going we're not going to court over this. So let's just pause. I'll here, see right? you in court over this. <laughs> we're not going to court. We're not going to court. Judge so, Michael old, Dean presiding. Here's what we will agree to agree we will agree to, okay? Old Yankee Stadium opened in 1923. All right. We were correct. You and I never went to that version of Yankee Stadium. Right. We we went to the new version of old Yankee Stadium before it was torn down. Well, how do you know I wasn't at the old version in 73? I don't. I honestly, I cannot, mm, let's see, it closed in October of 73, so you could have right. been there. That's right. You could have been You were born in I early remember that September. trip mid-September of 73 <laughs> when Daddy took me to old Yankee not, Stadium. I cannot confirm that you were not there before the closure and renovation of that's old Yankee right, Stadium. That's right. So, yeah, we, we've all learned something today. We'll be back.